1: all right, everyone. Today, we've got Mario Nuffle, who is the CEO of the Athena Group of Companies. That sounds really crazy. It sounds really complex, but I think it's really smart. And I think it's very simple to understand once Mario actually explains what it is. So, well, here's what it is. Here's what the, the actual description says, a business conglomerate that operates in more than 40 countries. But Mario, first and foremost, welcome to the show. How's it going? Eric, how are you, man? I am doing well. Thanks for being here. So can you tell us a little bit about kind of who you are
0: and what Athena Group actually is? Sure, man. So I started my first e-commerce business eight years ago. I didn't know anything about e-com. I was just door knocking. I was following, you know, whatever opportunities arise, just following the money. As cheesy as it sounds, it's still what I do to this day. Where there's opportunities, this timing is right. That's what I go after. And that's what happened, man. I launched my first e-com business, then started with eBay, went into e-com, and it did really well. It was in Australia in Melbourne, got seven figures in year one eight figures in year 2 and it was mainly because of timing, plus breaking some rules in terms of thinking outside the box, and just kept scaling my e-com businesses from there. I've launched many e-com businesses before expanding to B2B business, launching a couple of agencies. Got it.
1: And I mean, looking at your videos, just, you look really young. You must have started at a really young age.
0: Yeah, I started early 20s. So I think I started about 2021 and it's been a journey since. But I've done e-com most of my life. And to this day, most of it is e-com. I launched my first agency, which you mentioned earlier before the interview. IBC was my first agency. I knew nothing about it, about the space either. It was in the blockchain space. And I got seven figures in less than six months. And this year I launched another agency in growth hacking, which is, you know, shady marketing strategies because they work so well for me. So these are the only two agencies I have. And I've also got, I'm a partner at a law firm and I founded a VC fund about two years ago.
1: So you're probably 29-ish, 28-ish,
0: right? So how many companies are you involved with right now? Involved with, not many. Personally involved with, I'd say very minimal. I advise my companies, I do very little. I'm usually involved in startups that I start again. So I own a lot of companies that I started, but the team has done a really good job at running them, hiring the right people after screwing up many times. Personally involved in, I don't know, man. Like if you asked me a few months ago, it would have probably be in my e-com businesses. A few weeks ago, it was my agency, the Growth Hacking Agency. And I'd probably say this takes up most of my time still. So the Growth Hacking Agency right now, because it's a pretty cool venture that I have. Got it. Cool. So let's go back to Athena group real quick. I mean, can you share some numbers
1: around that, you know, in terms of, I guess, you know, if you're open to sharing growth rates, revenues, whatever you are open to sharing, I just want people to get an idea of what this group of e-commerce companies looks like.
0: Yeah, sure. So it started off really well from the first year. So bootstrapped to seven figures in year one, that's seven figures Australian dollars, which is also seven figures US dollars. Back then it was a very close. So one, one US dollar was almost one Australian dollar. Now it's like, 75 cents or something. Yeah. So that got seven figures in year one, eight figures in year two, again, Australian and US. And that did really well. So it grew and then it didn't go up beyond that. And then I started, launched the events business. I got to six figures, not beyond. That's called the Real Food Revolution, the Real Food Revolution. And then agency-wise, IBC got to seven figures in less than six months, but that one did not sustain it. It came down crashing hard, not because the crypto space took a hit, but because I got scammed by uh, the person managing that business, that's why I said I wasn't really good at hiring. So that went to really little and then went back up to six figures and probably hit seven figures next year. And so I've launched other e-commerce businesses. Most of them are either six or seven figures. And then the latest agency could hit um, seven figures by next year, but it's just too new to come mention figures now.
1: So combined, what range are you at right now? With all, So I'll give you an example. We had uh, Andrew Wilkinson from Tiny Capital on the podcast. I know, Andrew. Yeah. And so, Andrew's you know, great. including MetaLab, over 100 million eight, a year, right? It's still,
0: yeah, no, not up to 9 figures. Still in the eight figures, but hopefully nine figures soon.
1: Yeah. And I think it's really smart. You know, it's it's the Warren Buffett way of, of operating, right? It's You buy businesses, you're not just buying stocks and looking to trade, right? You're buying businesses and you're holding them for the long term. It, it seems like that's what you're trying to do and i guess there has to be a method to the madness too because the way i see the things that i'm doing with you know the reason i keep the agency is to help the other companies that i have right so is that the plan with the agency like why do a service business when the other stuff is so much more scalable is one question that comes Man, to
0: mind i'm not kidding that's probably the best question i've ever been asked in an interview i genuinely mean it there is a method to the madness but there wasn't initially initially it was what i mentioned earlier chasing the money So for anyone starting out, what I've always said, you try many different things, you throw many pebbles, and then when a pebble hits, you throw a cannonball. And a lot of those pebbles could sometimes be hitting short-term opportunities, someone chasing the crypto hype, someone chasing the cannabis hype, someone chasing the face masks or sanitizers with COVID now. I did that for a while because I just solved whatever worked. But then I realized along my journey, launching all these businesses, some doing really well, some crashing and burning, the scam that happened with IBC. My first, first business, Fruity, which is the one that got me to the millions when I first started. To this day, it's been generating millions year after year for eight years since I started, whatever, seven, eight years ago, nonstop. And now I realized that I never valued it. I even, said, I even ignored it. I said, that's oh, going to disappear soon. To this day, it's killing it. Now it's my, my baby. What I've realized is that building a brand is the most valuable thing you could do in business. Selling a product that sells is building a brand around it. So the method to the madness is I test many products and when one works, I try to build a brand around it. So let's say I tested, there's one product I tested. I can mention that one, I don't mind anyone copying me because the brand is already established. So it's too hard for anyone to compete with us. But I won't mention the new ones I started. But this one's been around for about two years. I started with like those portable aromatherapy diffusers. So I started with that product and it worked really well, but the ROAS wasn't good. Because it's an inexpensive product. How do I make the business work when my accounting team is like, oh, Mario, it's a waste of time. It's barely any money, six figures, not worth our effort. Just add more products, increase the AOV. Once you increase the average order value or the lifetime value of the customer, that's where you build a business on the back end. Not sitting there trying to optimize Facebook to improve that ROAS by 10%, 20%, 30% here or there. So what I've done with that product is that that product worked but it was too inexpensive. So it wasn't worth enough to get a good AOV or LTV to make it worth our time. So I've used it to build a whole aromatherapy brand around it, which is called Zenz now, which is a global brand. And it's now a business that's killing it because we used one product that was trending at the time when we launched it. Now it's not trending anymore to build a whole brand around it. Fruity, the baby that I launched that got me to the millions at the first business was a blender that was the first product now it's a whole range of health and wellness products and kitchen appliances and australia's biggest health and wellness event but it started with one star product a blender and blenders were, were booming at the time so that's about what i'm doing now it's building a brand around trending products you start with one star product and then you build a brand around it that's been the advice i've been giving any entrepreneurs that reach out now in terms of the agency that's another really cool question yes and no so the agency's Deals with growth hacking services. I'm not a growth hacker myself, but I've got the smartest people working with me. So it's things that you know much better than me. Automating LinkedIn outreach, automating Facebook outreaches. Phantom Buster is a good tool for that. Scraping different database for emails and then setting up using Gmask to set up mass emails with the right copy to get great response rate. It works so freaking well. And most businesses never heard of these strategies because they're complicated to do. They're not as easy as setting up Google or Facebook ad account. So those strategies worked really well for me. That's how I launched IBC and that's what I'm doing now with my businesses. So I'm like, why not package it up and offer it as a service, make money, but then use that money to grow the agency and then use the agency to grow my econ businesses. So it will still bring in money. I probably hit seven figures, not eight with the agency. It's really hard to sell to eight. You hit, you made it to eight, but I'm sure you know how difficult it is. You've got an incredible personal brand and, and uphill battle that you've had to go through, I'm guessing. And Appreciate I'm that. Sure my guess is right. Yeah. So I know the hassle of doing that. And when I launched my first agency, IBC, Eric, man, I had no idea how difficult it is. It ate me alive. I thought it was easy. Hiring the right team members, putting up the right processes, was so tough. So I don't think it will hit eight figures unless I really hire the right stars and build a really strong personal brand in the growth hacking space. But the talent there could boom my existing e com businesses and any future ventures that I get into. Because it's a it's an agency that can get me attention, which is what every business needs to, to thrive. For sure.
1: And so I I think that's really smart, right? I think, by the way, when you talk about building a brand, it can, you know, you look at a lot of people out there that didn't have, or they they had the brand before. Some might start with brand first. So you have Kylie Jenner with Kylie cosmetics, you have Kanye with the Yeezys, right? Some people might start with the brand first, but you're saying you might start with the product first, if it takes off, then you'll start a brand. I guess what I'm wondering is when you say you're building a brand, let's use the diffuser as an example, whatever you're calling it. What did you actually do? You built an event and all that. But if someone's like, okay, I want to build a brand too, around my product. What would you recommend?
0: Okay. So the two examples you mentioned, Jenner and, and Yeezy, Kanye, it's a personal brand, which is not different, but it has some differences than building a brand centered around a product, which could then link to a personal brand. So if you're building a personal brand or a community better than a brand, I like to say community for, for building a personal community, people that care about you and follow you for you, not because you, you, know, you, you, have, you look good or you do crazy things. That's an incredible, incredible asset that I think is under underpriced. Again, Eric, you're in a position where you know the value of a personal brand, especially when it's focused on a, in a high value niche. So that's an incredible asset, an incredible moat to have. It's also could be an issue if you don't want to sit there behind the camera all the time. Now, building a brand around the product is a bit different because if you just start with a brand, like I want to get into, let's say the fitness space and you want to build a brand in the space. Well, it's going to be really tough. Why? Because You're competing against first Amazon, which targets people that don't care about a brand. They just want something quick and inexpensive and and they can trust. And all the other brands that have built their own communities. So you need some sort of edge. How do you get an edge? Well, Bill Gross, I'm sure you've heard of him. Bill Gross, G-R-O-S-S. I recommend everyone to Google him and write Ted afterwards. He has a Ted speech and talks about the most important factor for a business's success. Well, it's not the amount of money you raise. It's not, the business plan that you have. It's not the ID that you have. And it's not even the team that you have. Based on his research, the most important factor and something I've been obsessed over for many years now Mm -hmm. is timing. If you sold face masks, it's a really obvious example. A year ago, I'm sure you would barely sell any at a few cents. If you sold them three, four, five, six months ago, many people made millions doing that because the timing was right. That's a really obvious example. If you launch a product, that's trending in the fitness space. Like I'm using now a glucose monitor. I'm sure you've seen those. You like plug it into your arm and you can scan your glucose level at any time. Well, that's a trending product now. It's gaining traction in the US. If you start with this product, rather than starting with a foam roller to launch your business brand, it's going to give you an edge because you're starting with a product that everyone wants. That means you'll get a good conversion rate on Facebook. That means you can put a lot of money getting an ROI. Plus, getting attention and people to build a community and they can throw a lot of money into it because the product is converting and then use all that attention and all these purchases to build your community, to build your brand, brand community, they go go hand in hand. But if you start with a foam roller, you're going to have to put in a lot of money without getting a return because no one's going to buy your foam roller. There's plenty out there. It's not a trending product. Now throw a lot of money to build your brand and then hope that people will then buy your foam roller because you have a brand rather than doing it the other way around, where you have a product that's making you money already because it's trending, so it's less risk, and you build the brand in conjunction with making money, if that makes sense. I'm not sure if I've explained it right, Eric, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, well, I'll, I'll tell you what, I mean, I'm, I'm looking at Fruity right now, is that still, you're still operating that? Absolutely, man. I okay, so bit. did you build a brand, so I'm seeing this, what our community has to say, right, and there's a lot of Instagrams down here, so can you speak to that a little bit, is that related?
0: Yeah, so a the first the website you're looking at, is a Magento One, probably one of the last Magento One websites there. And the team is moving to Magento Two. So the design will change, but the, I'm not changing it much because it just does so well. Now to ask you a question about building a community, I didn't do that. It happened without me intending it to happen. If I did it, I'd probably be at nine figures right now, no doubt about it. But I didn't value the importance of building a brand in a community. I actually thought of the initially, That's seven years ago. It's just a great way to sell a good product and make some quick money. I'm like, oh, in one or two years, I'm sure it's not going to be there. And then it kept humming through, doing really well in Australia and Europe and for a while in the US. We're going to get back into the US. We sold out. So it's actually doing really well because the community was built by other people on my team and the customer service that we offered. And now in the last two years, especially a year and a half, we've been obsessed with building a community. So if you look at Fruity, we're obsessed with building community now.
1: Yeah, I mean, you want to talk about growth hacks. I mean, you know, this is a long-term growth hack, right? You know, the problem with growth hackers is a lot of times they don't think long-term, right? And, you know, I I think the problem is Silicon Valley came up with the word and then a lot of affiliate marketers started latching onto the word and then you have the short-term thinking, right? But I know just judging from what you're saying, you're trying to build businesses now for the long-term. So I'm curious now, because there are a lot of marketers that listen to this. You know, earlier before we started, you talked about a couple of growth hacking things that are exciting to you, such as Phantom Buster. And you're actually the second Australian guy that I've heard talk about it. So do we want to start there? Do you have some, a couple of things that you want to share in terms of growth uh, yeah, hacks that people can do?
0: Yeah, man. I think in your podcast with Neil, marketing school, you actually talked about growth hacking as a term and the house overused and thrown around. I can't remember what you guys said and I'd like to get your perspective on it, which I think you've just mentioned. You're absolutely right from what you said. A growth hacking is a term loosely used. I look at it as a way to think outside the box and get an edge to do the things that others are not doing. If that makes sense. Now, in a more theoretical view, you could, it could be anything, just doing things differently, whether the obvious Airbnb example with Craigslist or the Hotmail example with adding sent from Hotmail or whatever, or join Hotmail. iPhone example sent from iPhone in the signature, which people you still use now. So that's a more theoretical way of like, thinking outside the box, but no practical. Like, if someone wants to do something right now, there are tools you could use right now, and I'll talk about the short term versus long term. There are tools you could use right now, they get you insane value especially if you're starting out like right now my agency we are growth hackers we're using growth hacking strategies to get calls we launched i won't actually disclose that whole strategy but we used not phantom buster a similar tool i forgot what it's called not we we connect but it's called like an octopus or something we have a group if anyone's interested find my details dm me. i'll add you to the group that talk about all these tools you could use and we did it in a way where we use other people's accounts people can just join us we pay them we launched it yesterday cash kicked off I'm not kidding. We have over 50 people in three days. We're using their LinkedIn account. Each one sends about 90 messages a day with our draft via direct DM for free. We give them commission on every deal we get. Just do the math. I'm sure by, in about two weeks time, we'll have hundred people and we're getting about two calls a week from each person. That's 200 calls a week for free. We just give them commission. That's a growth hack that can be scaled when you really dig into it. And I, the people I work with, some of their names, you know, one of them is called Kirill Cristalis, another one's called Jared Codling. They're obsessed with that stuff and I've partnered with one and the other ones joined me with full-time partners, the other one's part-time partner because that's what they, they love doing. They love just finding things and breaking them. And the gentleman, so both of them have a course. I'm not going to mention their course because I don't want to shill it, but you can Google them. I'm saying this because there's so much value in it. I'm not affiliated with their course in any way. You can mention the course. Kirill, Yeah. So actually just go inside, insight.at, that's his website. And he has a bootcamp he started. It's it's mainly for beginners, but I'm sure he's going to do an advanced one. And for Jared Codling, he's pretty well known. The guy's insane. Honestly, man, you should Google him as well, Eric. The guy's insane. I've partnered with him. He's also an Aussie. Maybe he's the one he spoke with. I don't know. Jared Codling. He did a course. It's been a year. It's called gohackyouragency.com. I can't remember his course, hackyouragency.com. Okay. And go with this one, topfuckingsecret.com. It's all for free. He gives it there. It's like this. I'll give you another growth hack, Eric. In topfuckingsecret, secret, look what Jared did. That's he, he's with us now at wearegrowthhackers.com. I'll just mention this one because that's my website and Jared's on it. Kirill's on it. Wearegrowthhackers.com. But just back to, to the course. So I'll tell you what he did, how he built his community, for example. Jared's got insane strategy. The guy's like a whole other level. He built topfuckingsecret.com without spending a dime. What's the the code for for topfuckingsecret? Just because people are asking. Just click on okay. You don't need to put a code anymore. He used to have a code. Just click on okay. And you'll love his copy there. He's got a database of 20 to 30,000 marketers. Many of them have pre-ordered his course a year in advance for $5,000 and none of them have asked for a refund and they've waited a year because Jared's just been too slow in doing it. He's about 80% done. No one's asked for a refund because he's given so much value. You'll see top fucking secret, man. It's incredible. And the videos are also on wearegrowthhackers.com, the same videos. How he built his database? He opened topfuckingsecret.com and then the only way people can access the videos on it is to share it. The videos are full of value. Anyway, from getting, you know, how to bribe moderators on Reddit to get your post at the top of the thread, or how to get on top of Medium or Quora, how to use micro workers to do really anything you want to things that are darker or or deep kind of dark web type stuff. But how he built it was a very simple thing to access the content. You have to share with someone else. You don't anymore, but initially you did. And people just kept sharing like crazy. And now he's well-known in the growth hacking space. And he had 20, 25,000 subscribers and he monetized the hell out of it. Probably made a couple of million dollars. So there you go. These are things that these people do. Anyone that wants to start out and start with something, go with Phantom Buster, which you know about Eric. Phantom Buster is a good one for beginners. It allows you to scrape anything from yellow pages to I think Slack as well, to obviously Facebook, Instagram, etc. And then if you wanna watch a lot of videos on different tips and tricks you could do, just go to wearegrowthhackers.com, which is my agency website. There's a whole bunch of articles and videos there of all the strategies we use but it's, it's a spaceman that excites the hell out of me, Eric. Uh, it's especially for people starting out because it's easy to bootstrap, but it's difficult to scale for people like you and me. We're like, all right, cool, Mario. That looks good. You know, me and you, we do in the seven, eight figures. It looks good, Mario, but you know, it's not easy to scale like Google and Facebook. I'm like, yeah, man, it's not easy to scale. That's what makes it worthwhile because you have to put in the effort to scale it. Like that LinkedIn thing, Phantom Buster, anyone will tell you LinkedIn Phantom Buster, oh, it doesn't work because I can only send 90 messages a day on from it still good for a startup. But for me, I knew it's not much automated, that's not much Mario. I just better pay and, you know, send thousands a day with LinkedIn by paying them. But then you're like, okay, but why don't I do it on more accounts? You might tell me, yeah, but then I need to get accounts and it's hard to get people's accounts. No one will give me their account and fake accounts get blocked by LinkedIn. Well then what about you pay people to use their accounts still cheaper than running LinkedIn ads. That's what we're doing. So yeah, man, it works. Even if you're scaling, Eric, it's been a good that's year awesome. for me.
1: So, you know, you mentioned something before we started, you, you mentioned launching new businesses. So I, I'm guessing, what percent are you building brand new businesses from scratch versus just buying other e-commerce businesses, for example?
0: I've never bought an e com business because it's a great strategy. And there's someone that we both know, cause I think you mentioned him once that does that, I forgot his name. And uh, he teaches people how to buy businesses and then he has a book about it. Like why build a business where you can just buy it? And it's a really cool concept. I bought the book, I haven't read it yet. But for me, I've just launched so many businesses that are so easy for me and I have the systems and resources that we know how to do it. I've been bootstrapping businesses from when I first started till now, even though I've I've got, you know, I generate millions. I still bootstrap my businesses because that's what I know how to do. But I'm not against buying a business. It works. If you're good at scaling, but it's really tricky.
1: Okay. And you talked about phantom buster, I guess, you know, what is, and this can be personal as well. What's one new tool that you've added in the last 12 months that's done a lot for you. So it could be like a Peloton bike. It could be an app. It can be another marketing tool.
0: I think that the audience will get the most value from marketing tools, but I won't mention any because if you just go, there's a WhatsApp group just ping me and it's not my WhatsApp group, someone else. They share tools like crazy there. So if anyone that wants tools to do with growth hacking, ping me, find my name, Google me, find my details. I'll add you to the group, sell me, add me to the growth hacking group and I'll add you there. So, cause there's too many tools to mention. Now the tool that will help people's health is the one that's in my hand right now. It's a glucose monitor. I think everyone will have it in the next five is to 10 years. Fun? It's Freestyle Libre.
1: (laughs) I I ordered Um, one called uh, Levels, so I'm waiting for mine to come.
0: Yeah, Levels is doing really well. It's so important. I was speaking to my brother. His his, uh, fiance is a doctor. I'm convincing her to get him one. She's like, oh, he doesn't need it because he doesn't have diabetes. Just live a healthy life. Well, if you're highly susceptible to diabetes, you might have pre-diabetes. That's I'm being extreme. There's other benefits as well. I have a nutritionist that looks at the numbers and I've only had it for a week. So if you have high glucose levels, you can make changes in your life now to avoid getting diabetes later on that's one way to benefit from it and other people use it for weight loss which i don't need but you see what spikes up your glucose and that's bad for weight loss you probably know more than me but if you just google glucose monitors what was yours yours called eric it's levelshealth.app or something
1: like that but you know that's in america
0: yeah go that one the website that eric mentioned it's underrated in my opinion, in terms of uh, health and something else that's really cool is an air quality monitor, but that's not as important.
1: Okay. So which one are you using? Aware or what are you using?
0: It's not next to me now. It's in the other room. So it's a famous brand that like everyone knows.
1: I know what you're saying. Is it, so is it a number that shows your score one to 100? For the air quality. For the monitor. air quality. Yeah. I, I have something yeah, like m- that.
0: Yeah, it's a Honeywell air monitor. I don't know what type. It's it's they're pretty expensive though. I don't know if there's cheaper ones you can get. Those yep. are like a 400, 500 bucks. But it gives you everything, uh, like about eight, nine different metrics. I don't know what any of them mean. All I know is that when one of them goes red, means <laughs> I need to open the windows. <laughs> That's yeah, all I know. For sure. Cool. Yeah. And going back
1: to the the glucose monitor, it's it's super important. I think for because every human body is different. You don't know what's going to make your your blood sugar spike. So you have to do it and then you'll, you'll start to realize, oh, you know, just because someone else can eat cookies doesn't mean I can eat cookies. So mm. it's just stuff like that that goes a long way and then you start
0: to what, kind of what's- celebrate what's the level where you consider it's a spike? Like mine's hitting 140 sometimes. Is that high when I eat like donuts, not uh, like vegan organic donuts, still well, trying to be healthy. For, so but what's a high me, level? Do you know? I, I
1: don't know? I don't know yet, right? Because I haven't gotten mine, but I've done a lot of studying kind of before just to see how people are using it. But just looking at it, I'm like, okay, this is a no brainer, like what you said, right? So you actually still have a lot more product experience than I do right now, but it's just based on what the research yeah. I've done so far. Yeah,
0: yeah I, I don't know. I need, I need someone to tell me. But I would say to anyone listening, there's a lot of entrepreneurs like Jared, I was speaking to Jared, that are making so much money, but they neglect his, their health. In my opinion, that's one of the worst mistakes you could do. Like, it's just insane, the small things you could do that no one's doing, and they just neglect because they're too busy with day-to-day life. The ROI, you gotta look at the ROI of things you do in life, whether it's Phantom Buster or a glucose monitor or exercising every day. I go to sauna and swim every day, every morning, nonstop, that consistency. There's everything has an ROI. The ROI of a glucose monitor is definitely higher than most of the things you hear in business, anything you implement in business, because it'll give you more years in your life to do whatever you want.
1: That's super helpful. And how about must read book you'd recommend to everyone?
0: The obstacle is the way because I've so many people have I've sent it to so many people recently because of COVID. I haven't read it in years. I read it when I got scammed about in two months time, I got scammed. I was diagnosed with a tumor it was Uh, non-cancerous brain tumor it was non-cancerous but i didn't know at the time they said you need a surgery in the next two days and had a personal emergency and the book the obstacle is the way it's a stoic book by ryan holiday a genuine anyone listening to this that's struggling because of covid or anything else it's the one book that many have benefited from and it's got practical you know mind frames you could use to deal with anything really
1: Great. So Mario, you've got a lot of things going on. So I would just say, you know, what's the best way for people to find you online? You probably want to give them one option instead of too too many, but go for it.
0: I've mentioned a whole bunch of things because there's so many things that I think people should do. And I'm doing this year. This has been the best for me. That's why I mentioned so many things. But if you have any questions about anything I asked just Google my name, Mario Norful. Norful is spelt N for Nelly, A, W for whiskey, F for Fred, A, L for Larry. So again, Mario no fall, no fall, whatever you want to say. I'll come up pretty quickly and you'll find a way to reach out to me if someone else replies to say, I would like to speak to Mario directly and I'll give you anything you need to connect to anything. But yeah, I hope it brings value to other businesses like it has for me this year. It's been pretty crazy. And Eric, we should, I'll send you any links you want, man. Cause I think you should look into it as well. It can be scaled.
1: Sounds amazing, man. Mario, thanks so much for doing this. Take care, man. Thanks.